Hi, my name is Eric Kruger. I am one half of the expansive podcast team with my partner in crime, of course, being the ever elegant John Sane. So in this week's episode, we are talking about accountability. It is a topic that is definitely near and dear to my heart. And if you want to achieve anything, whether it's as an individual or in a team, you need to have accountability or ownership. So in this episode, we dissect a little bit what accountability means and hopefully help you to see it in a different light. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're listening from. Welcome to another episode of Expansive. I'm sitting in my apartment here in Dubai, and I'm speaking to my brother from another mother. Eric, how are you doing, bro? Dude, I'm so well. I'm so well. This podcast, uh, as of today, is sitting at number four again in the business section. I was just checking before we jumped on. All how right. awesome has this journey already been? Well, listen, for me, it's been delightfully surprising and just overwhelming at the opportunity for us to share this sort of used to be a private conversation now with so many people and new people that can hear it. Mm. And, uh, I, I'm, 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 you know, this was your brainchild, you know, and, uh, I, I'll never, I'll never, um, be appreciative enough for you to sort of kickstart me into this. And this has just been a wonderful, wonderful uh, experience. And I think we're going to cover this in one of these episodes around the sort of uniqueness of who we are and how this has come about. But today is all about your concept and your thinking around accountability. And I'm fascinated to hear what you have to say about it and, mm. and, and sort of why has it become a topic of uh, research and discussion for you. And accountability is something that I think many people in the world don't have, especially when we look at politicians and the way governments operate. There just seems to be a very big lack of accountability in many parts of the world. So let me give you the floor and uh, tell me and talk mm. me through the sort of concept. Um, be before I get to that, I wanted to just quickly say that uh, it's been really amazing to receive feedback from really all over the world about the podcast. Uh, people from London, people from Dubai, people from like we were charting in Lebanon <laughs> of all places. Yes, right. It was right. it was so weird. Um, yeah. And then we've received a couple of reviews already, which has been amazing. So I just want to quickly give a shout out to Darren Wasi um, for I actually what uh, I WhatsApp Darren. He's a friend of mine. Darren, thanks. Oh, excellent. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We have Keith Barkley, who said, absolutely brilliant, by far one of my best podcasts. And then Warren Hastings, uh, who also left a review. So, guys, thank you so much for the uh, for the the reviews. We really appreciate it. And I know Andrew also left one. Um, so, we're also doing a book giveaway still. So, if you are listening to this and uh, you are catching it before, like, mid-November, make sure to leave a review and uh, a rating, and we might send two books to you, two signed books. Uh, That's brilliant. And, and, and it shows and my, uh, uh, it shows that this is your brainchild. I ran straight into the topic and you still had a whole <laughs> intro to do. So my apologies, Eric. Uh, I think you need to brief me better and produce me better. But uh, yes, you're right. We need to thank all perfect, the people with reviews. Perfect the way it is. I, I've, I've been thinking <laughs> why my friends haven't been reading a, pre a review. So I'm going to be sending a couple of WhatsApp after this because unfortunately these reviews count for everything, you know, how you get ranked and where they go. So, so everybody could leave a review. It'd be awesome. Um, but uh, my friends will be getting a WhatsApp straight after this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so, so yeah, into the topic. So accountability has been actually, it's been top of mind for me for quite a bit. And I think as a, as someone who works with people in a coaching capacity, it's always a, a, a big thing to consider, right? So 
maybe just to start off and get everyone on the same page, what do you think, what does accountability mean to you? Like, what is the definition of accountability if you had to think about it? Well, for me, just off the, off the top of my head is accountability to myself for the decisions I've made on the to-be list that I've created for John Sane and the accountability to people around me, around the integrity I hold for the decisions I make. And, you know, we can talk about this sort of concept of integrity till the cows come home, but sometimes you make a decision and the outcome is different to what you expected it to be. And you can't, like, you, you don't go back to what you wanted to do or what you promised to do. And I think mm. we all fall into that trap and I, I definitely have, and I feel so terrible about it. But those are the, my two sort of sectors of accountability. Mm. So when I, when I think of accountability, obviously like the, it's one of those words that we use all the time and that I think people don't necessarily, they don't necessarily think about what it means to them, but also in the corporate world, like, what does it mean? Like we, we always talk about a culture of accountability, like, but so what, what does it mean? And if we had to boil it down and make it just much simpler, it means ownership. And what can we take ownership of? We can take ownership of our decisions, our actions and the results but it's also ownership then of, because results is one way of saying it, but it's also ownership of the consequences of those decisions and those actions. And then a level up is also taking ownership for where you are going or where your team is going. So in a nutshell, definition-wise, right? Ownership, easy game. Wow. But I think, okay. I think where, where accountability, where this really started for me is, the context that I've heard accountability in most of the time, and maybe this is true for you as well, is will you hold me accountable? Have you heard someone like ah, say that to you? Yes, yes. So, so what's happening here is that what you, what you are saying to someone is, I want to go train more frequently. Will you hold me accountable? Why are you outsourcing ownership to someone else? I think what's happening wow. is, we say, listen, uh, if I don't do this thing, then I'm going to let you down. And because I let you down, I feel guilty and I feel shame. So because I don't want to let you down, I'm going to go do this thing. If you think about it, what all that's happened is you still haven't taken ownership. The driving force behind your actions are now the fear of guilt or shame and not ownership. Wow. Sure, that is very powerful. Then how does a, wow, I've, that is fantastic. Thank you, Eric. But what about uh, like a personal trainer? Are you outsourcing mm. your, your, your accountability to training now by paying somebody? So dude, uh, it's a great question because I, I had this, for two days, accountability has been a big thing for me. And this morning when I was speaking to someone, what popped into my head was, what is the difference between discipline and accountability? And and how do they play together? And I think what can happen is when you have a personal trainer, you become more disciplined because you want to show up on time. Doesn't mean you've taken ownership of Oh, you haven't given away the, ownership. Yeah. What you, yeah, yeah. You haven't given away ownership of yeah. your accountability. You just got more discipline in place because you got somebody waiting for you. Someone's waiting for you, yeah. Doesn't mean that you've actually taken full ownership. Ownership might be if you go there willingly. Right. If you if you have the macro, like, I mean, you've taken ownership because you've hired a personal trainer because you've identified that this area of my life needs to be improved. So there's ownership there, but doesn't mean that you've taken further ownership. Like, so do you go to the gym and then 
after that, this healthy lifestyle pulls through in all other areas of your life? Or is it only I go to the gym because the personal trainer is waiting for me and I don't want to waste money? I don't want to feel guilt or shame. And then you go and eat crap afterwards and drink yeah, and go mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so is that's there, no is there real that's ownership. That's not accountable. Yes, yeah. that's not real. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's many things to unpack when it comes to accountability. The, the next thing to unpack perhaps is then to say, well, because of how we traditionally treated accountability – um, it might not be as effective. And what I mean by that is, where do we typically hold people accountable for their behaviors, right? But we know that a person is uh, what they think, what they feel, and how they act. And so how it works is you do well, congratulations. You don't do well, shame, guilt. You should feel bad, consequences, like, and then go and try again. So that's that's the traditional model of accountability, I think what accountability needs to morph to or change to is where we understand that if someone didn't succeed at what they wanted to do, it's not because they were malicious or because they were neglectful, but because perhaps something was just wrong in the way that they approached it and the way they thought about it or in a feeling that was generated for them in approaching the problem or what they wanted to do. And so when we hold someone accountable, we don't just hold them accountable for the behavior, but we hold them accountable for the ideal that they are striving towards, meaning who they want to become. And in that process, what then happens is when someone fails, we look at it and say, we don't just make a judgment on it because that's kind of what accountability in many cases mean. It's a judgment. It's not a judgment. It's rather saying, okay, you failed. What happened for you? that led you to this? Why did you fail? Let's understand it. And perhaps there's something in the way that you were looking at it. And if we tweak that, then all of a sudden you succeed. So what it becomes is unconditional positive regard, meaning that you fail, but we still look at how we can help you to succeed. Does that make sense? Okay. So what was that unconditional positive regard? Mm. Okay. So is that saying that you're always going to look for the benefits of whatever the revelation gave you. I wrote about this in Foresight is we could change the language from fail to revelation. Is what did that mm. failure reveal to you? And in that process, what you do is you create positive, what did you call it? Positive? Uncon unconditional positive regard. Wow, I love that. So mm. really it's just about taking a different perspective on holding a person accountable. It's like, you know, if, if, we, if we have a, a conversation and I know where you are going, I know that you have incredible aspirations for what you want to do with your life. If I hold you accountable to that, if I say to you, John, like what you did today, do you think that actually plays into your future and who you want to be? Yeah. I think that's so much more powerful than saying, listen, look at this thing, like you did it wrong, go do better. Okay, so I agree with you, but then the question comes in is how conscious and self-aware is the person holding the person accountable? Because if you are stuck in that sort of whirlwind of negativity and sort of downward energy, then you can't actually see the positives and you can't actually come up with those sort of things. It's impossible for you to do that. Yeah. So it really becomes a, a process of self-awareness more than anything else. And it, it also becomes a process of, I'm not holding you accountable for anything because you can't outsource ownership. What I can do is I can be someone who reflects back to you where you want to go and what is happening for you. So I'm creating the awareness for you. Right. In that process. Right, 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 right. I'll, I'll so give really, you a very quick example. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that so many of my clients come to me for is, um, or one of the things we end up discussing is training, going to the gym more frequently, 
right? Because everyone's busy. And so where do they find the time to go to gym? So uh, something that might play out quite often is someone will, will come into a coaching session and they'll say, okay, I want to train three times a week. Yeah. And they go away and they go and, and they go and try and do it. And then they'll come back a week later and they'll say, listen, I, I, I didn't get to three times a week. Um, I only got to twice a week and they feel bad. They feel shame, all that mm. stuff. We mm. say, okay, cool. Well, um, you didn't do it. Shame or, or good. Go try again. And they'll come back and they'll, they'll have done it maybe once. And then, you know, it goes three, two, one, and then done. And so eventually they just start checking out of the process. Why? Because they don't want to feel bad. And the reason why they end up checking out is because we only focus on the behavior all the time. And what often happens, and I'm thinking of like a few specific cases, the reason why they end up not going to the gym isn't because of a time issue. It's always because, or mostly because of an emotional issue. So they prioritize values like work ethic or productivity mm. or mm. making money over mm. their health. So they get to the gym, they feel this sense of guilt because they're not with the team they're not leading they're not making money they're not in front of clients and that's why they end up failing and so what i'm trying to get across is if you only hold people accountable for the behavior you never change the belief or the thought pattern that leads to that behavior okay so so i get the theory of this now if one of our listeners is trying to hold somebody accountable for something just explain and talk them through what approach they should be taking just to land this message a little bit deeper. So, I mean, at a high level, the approach is just to be more inquisitive and to, to approach accountability from a more holistic point of view. And to not just say, we're holding you accountable for the behavior, but to say, we're holding you accountable for an ideal that you are striving towards. So perhaps the very first step is saying, well, what is the ideal that you are striving towards? Not just isolating the behavior, because the behavior plays towards the future they'll be creating, right? Um, and then, and then once you've done that, is to stop trying to hold someone accountable, but be there for them as a support structure, and constantly remind them of where they are going, and constantly reflect back to them where they are in relation to where they are going, and when they get stuck, ask them the right kind of questions, not judgmental questions, open questions, that allows them to look at their behavior in a different way, and look at their thinking in a different way. That's what what thinking partners are all about. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that's what you and I did for each other for so long until we made this podcast. But let yeah. me ask you this. What about the person who's lazy and the person who's actually avoiding, it's not worried about the team or making money. They're just lazy and they just don't want to push themselves out of that comfort zone. Those sort of people I have a very difficult time with staying mm. positive with. You know what I mean? As a, I can, I, for me personally, I have maybe one, maybe three. I'll go like one time, I'll see that they've fallen off. Two, by the third time, if they're in a repetition of a behavior that they know they shouldn't be doing, my button, my alarm bells come on and I'm like, okay, I'm just done with this person because they, they're feeding off my energy to get them back on track. So what would you say around that? I mean, where does that fit in? Yeah, dude, and I think it's so important that we all own our own stuff. You know, and, and that's why you can't outsource accountability. You can't make me responsible for your success. I think it's a, if that, if that rears its head, it's probably a bit of a red, red flag going flag. off or a warning yeah. sign going yeah. off, you know. And it's one thing that you actually, when you, when you're working with coaching clients, it's something you're looking for. Like, is someone saying, because I'm coaching, like you're going to turn me into someone who's successful or because I'm, I'm coaching, I'm going to start training three times a week. It doesn't work like that. You still have to own it. 
And that's why I want to get past this idea of us holding someone else accountable. And perhaps that's the biggest takeaway for today is stop trying to think that you're going to outsource ownership. You take ownership and someone else is there in the support role reflecting back to you where you are versus where you want to be. And, and perhaps one way that we end up creating ownership is by starting with discipline and starting by saying, listen, I want you to not hold me accountable, but I want you to create a structure that I need to slot into, like a, a personal training program. Mm, That's a structure. Mm, mm. And I'm there at six o'clock, but it's not accountability. Like it's not the same thing. That to me, accountability is ownership. Create a discipline, a structure, and then maybe over time, I start owning the process more and I start owning the outcomes more. But perhaps that's where a lazy person starts. Um, I, just the difference between discipline and motivation must also be clear here. Because um, if, you, if your alarm bell goes off on a five o'clock on a Monday morning and you still need motivation to get out of bed, you haven't decided who you want to be. If you've decided who you want to be, you're up at 455 before your alarm goes off and that's called discipline and i learned this from my friend steve uriah he said what's the difference between motivation and discipline and the thing is you haven't decided who you want to be if you still need motivation and so if you snooze your butt if you snooze your alarm once that day has beaten you and it's about really having the discipline and then within the discipline having the structures of accountability so it's a process of moving from motivation to discipline and accountability. And I love that. I mean, it's just, it's taken it one step further. And also for me, what you did there was relieve me of the duty of holding somebody accountable to the point of them outsourcing it to me, which I yeah. think is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Listen, I think that's a good, that's a good place to end it. Um, what I would recommend to everyone listening to this is that I hope what, what, what's apparent is that we take a lot of time thinking about words and what they mean. And, I, and it's really important because what we speak and the way we interact with words ultimately color and change the way we interact with the world. And so for us to sit and, and talk about accountability, and it might not be perfect. Like what I've, what I've presented to you now isn't perfect. And, I'm, and there's a lot of challenges in implementing accountability in an organization where you're saying, listen, we're holding you accountable for your ideal self. Like there's a lot of practical implications that we need to unpack and talk about and how does it look like? And, you know, in a, in a big organization, accountability looks it one way. And in a small organization, it looks very different. And if it's just you holding yourself accountable, it's something different. So I get that everything that we speak about isn't necessarily immediately applicable, but I want you to think of it as thought experiments, as what can you take from this that, that you can go and digest and how can you make accountability, motivation, discipline? How can you create your own understanding of those words so that that determines how you show up in the world? Love it. Yeah, that's really great. You taught me so much there, Eric. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, brother. Okay, again until soon. next time. Ciao.